Good day listeners and welcome back to my channel and welcome back to this podcast. We are still busy with Ghosts of Sussex and today's story will be Theatrical Ladies in Grey. It would be nice to know why the ghosts haunting two famous South Coast theatres are both known as the Grey Lady. Both Grey Ladies are perfectly harmless ghosts although it can be quite a shock to see them unexpectedly. The Grey Lady at the Theatre Royale, Brighton, was seen in 1960 by the late Mr. Melville Gillam, the theatre's manager, and she was seen again in 1970 by the late Mr. Jack Keats, the manager at that time. Mr. Keats was standing outside number one dressing room. In 1981, the Grey Lady was seen by an usherette but the best documented sighting was in August 1982. At the time, Alan Ackbourne's comedy, relatively speaking, was playing at the theatre. Gerald Flood had a starring part and his wife, Anne Flood, was also with the company as its wardrobe mistress. Mrs. Flood was working backstage in the laundry room when she became conscious of a door banging away. She fully expected someone to go and shut it quickly but when nobody had, she went to shut it herself. The banging door was at the end of the corridor, which went past some of the dressing rooms. As she tried to shut the door securely, she could feel a weight pushing from the other side. So instead of pushing the door, she pulled it open and there stood the grey lady and flooded such a clear close-up of the ghost that she said that if she were an artist, she would have been able to reproduce the face exactly. The ghost was between 50 and 60 years old and she wore a long grey dress with a tight waist and a full skirt. She had grey failing on her head. Her face was so very stern and some silvery hair hung in a fringe. Mrs. Flood stood rooted to the spot but the ghost merely swept past her after giving her a hard look. Strangely enough, when Mr. Alan Holmesworth, the storeman arrived for work that afternoon, he remembered what a strange atmosphere there was in the theatre. It felt cold, clammy and musty. Less than an hour later, he heard about Mrs. Flood and the Grey Lady. The Grey Lady usually haunts the dressing room area, but she had been seen in other parts of the theatre. In the early afternoon, upstairs in the front part of the theatre, a woman who worked there once had the experience of a Grey Lady brushing past her in the corridor and vanishing into a blank wall. When one of the other staff members heard about it, he was able to shed a little light on a matter because he was familiar with the history of the place. He said that the place where the ghost vanished was bricked up doorway to the old pay box. It dated back in the days when the customers did not all go in through the one entrance to pay and the patrons of the cheaper seats paid upstairs. One theory is that the Grey Lady is the ghost of Sarah Bernhardt, famous for a portrayal of Marguerite Gutierre in La Dame aux Camellias, once banned by the Lord Chamberlain because the heroine was a courtesan. When the ban was lifted, the play became a great success, and even Queen Victoria did not consider it too indelicate to sit through a performance. However, there is no special reason why Sarah Bernard should haunt the Theatre Royale. She played Marguerite many times in many different theatres up and down the country.
Other strange occurrences at the Theatre Royale, which might have something to do with the Grey Lady, are as follows. In the 1970s, Martin Jarvis was sitting in his dressing room removing his makeup after a first night performance when he felt a tap on his shoulder. He thought someone was saying good show and congratulating him, so he turned round smiling and there was nobody there. Mr. Wayne King, the pianist who toured with the Danny LaRue show, was on the opposite side of the building, stage and dressing room area. He stepped out of the door onto the balcony and put his hand onto the balcony rail as he looked out over the street. But he had the odd sensation of his hand being frozen to the rail. He felt unable to move it. Mr. Terry Corgall, electrician at the Connock Theatre Worthing, for 23 years had never seen the Grey Lady personally, but the following stories have been told to him by eyewitnesses. Late on the evening in the 1970s, long after the performance was over, an actor was walking along the passage backstage. As he passed what was the old number one dressing room, he happened to glance on the open door and he noticed there was a lady in a long dress seated before a mirror applying makeup. It was not until he got to the end of the passage that he suddenly realized it was an odd time for an actress to be making up when the show was over and everybody else had gone. So he retraced his footsteps, but when he entered the number one dressing room, it was empty. The Connacht's grey lady is not particular about the time of day that she appears. On other occasions in the 1970s, the cleaners arrived at the theatre as usual at 7am to start work. One of them was soon busy in the former portrait gallery where exhibitions were held. There were mirrors on either side and the man could see what was happening behind him. As he worked he noticed a lady in a long grey dress go past him. He straightened up and said good morning, but when he turned around there was nobody there. The story goes that the grey lady upset him so much that a glass of whiskey had to be fetched to restore him to his normal self. Thank you very much for listening to this chapter. And if you guys want to know what I am busy with on other places, you can head over to my webpage at www.cryptzone.co.za and remember to spell the crypt wrong. Spell it with an I, not a Y. Don't ask me why. It's just the way it is. And um, if you go to my YouTube page by following that webpage, you will see that I am at the moment playing horror game called The Beast Inside. So if you love horror and you like a good couple of scares, please head on over to my website or to my channel and come and check it out. Until next time, goodbye.